What is News Radio 92.3? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR-TV and the News Radio News Team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 92.3 is. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. number one priority is to address the traffic congestion uh, that moves from East Milton west through Milton and our county. 100% hands down above anything. I think that's the priority. This is Sam Parker, uh, Santa Rosa County Commissioner, District 1, which is Pace, basically, Pace P. Ridge. And uh, this is over the question of this Whittle building, this ongoing conversation. It seems like um, you know, I've only been following uh, Milton City Council politics for a couple of years now, but I will tell you that um, there's no new thing. It's a lot of longstanding old arguments <laughs> about a lot of stuff. Every once in a while, there's a new thing. Uh, but the Whittle Building is this building that's owned by the county. The city gave it to the county. The county owns it. It's an old building that is uh, in dilapidated shape that um, doesn't have real historic significance. Uh, at least that's the assessment. And uh, they're going to tear it down. Okay. Um, the reason this is relevant is because the widening of Highway 90 is going to require that building to go away. There are some people in Milton who want to stop the widening of Highway 90, and um, so those people have also tended to align with the people who want to save the Whittle Building because it, either they want the Whittle Building to stay or because they think that if they can save that building, that might somehow or other screw up the widening of Highway 90, which they are desperate to stop. You follow? So the county, in an effort to, um, A, take care of this building— and there's been a lot of conversation about whether that building should be sold to somebody or rented out or refurbished or torn to the ground and turned into a parking lot. Maybe you could have food trucks. There's all kinds of options that have been on the table. Anyway, the point is, is that the, the county has made the decision to tear it down. And um, you keep having James Hawkins bring up the question of, well, could we do something else with it? Um, you had the um, all of a sudden I can't remember his name, the owner of Adventures Unlimited. Um, yeah, I know. I'll think of it in a second. Anyway, uh, who had come in with the proposal that he wanted to turn it into a general store. Anyway, so this is kind of the backdrop to this conversation that Sam was having about the Whittle building last week at the Santa Rosa County Commission meeting. We heard different ideas kicked around by commissioners. And the tough part is, you know, if we leased the building to someone to use, then you get into uh, effectively the other token of that argument is, is, well, now we could be competing with private businesses by leasing public property. And I think when you fundamentally look at that, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, and that's certainly something the government always wants to avoid is interfering with private industry that might be renting retail space that you know or business space that uh, they don't want to compete against them. Jack Sanborn, by the way, is the uh, owner of Adventures Unlimited. He was the one that had brought this idea. So Sam laid it out, and he was basically saying the thing that I was also just saying about who's really behind this effort to save the Willow Building and why they're behind it. I'm not in a rush Irregardless to me, whether it's tore down now or tore down when Highway 90 comes through, if a proposal and people took the time to probably have an attorney draft something and share with our attorney, you know, offline of, 
hey, is there some kind of ironclad, and I would need at least two legal opinions to feel good about it, way that the property could be transferred, knowing that it then could not be held as, as sort of a last stand or an extra chink in the chain to stop DOT from four-laning? Because quite frankly, every person that spoke to me about this building or people that have spoke to me in the past that have been totally opposed to four-laning Highway 90. Um, and, and so that is where the skepticism comes of the motives behind that, especially when we've had other buildings sit vacant in downtown. Yeah, there, there's a, a fair question of whether the people who really say they want to save the Willow Building aren't just trying to thwart the Highway 90 widening through other means, which clearly at this point, the people who are against the Highway 90 widening, which has historically uh, been all of city council in Milton and a lot of citizens, they're kind of, you know, this is a similar kind of approach as with the wastewater treatment plant. They want to stop that project and any mechanism will work. You know, like anything they can do to stop it, they'll do. And look, I'm not taking a position on the widening of Highway 90 particularly. I don't have a strong feel about that, frankly. Uh, I see both sides. Uh, but I do think that a lot of people who are against the widening are using the Widow Building as leverage to try to put a roadblock in the way. And he's right for calling them out for that. I think it would be great if... if the property was developed and, and other properties were brought up and developed as long as it doesn't come at the cost of the thousands of people that have to commute to and from East Milton every day. Yeah, if it could be developed great in such a way that we could still manage to get people across that river at high volume every single day, which has been the challenge, right? That's been the issue. And and, and also for people who haven't really been following this all that closely, uh, the problem is that you got that choke point going across the river at Milton and you know, Milton thinks that widening is terrible design. It's contrary to the principles of good urban design and, and streetscape. And, um, you know, they don't want high throughput at, at, at higher speeds at a widening because they think that's going to ruin their downtown. And they're against it. I'm very sympathetic to that. Uh, at the same time, it is the one way across that river. And uh, the, the problem is, how are you going to solve the traffic congestion problem that has been created by failing to provide for adequate cross-river traffic infrastructure over the years and letting everybody and their brother build new homes all over the place? Which is the problem that we're in right now in Milton. We'll finish up with this in just a second. Let's get candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. Good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Don't forget, you can always text in if you have traffic tips, 437-1620. Looks like everything's running smoothly so far. All exits off I-10, I-110 reporting as clear. Fairfield W, not showing any delays. Again, 437-1620, your traffic tips, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to the conversation about the Widow Building. This is Kerry Smith, the newly elected District 2. So Milton is actually his district. It wasn't but two or three weeks ago that I was, I had the pleasure to meet Secretary Gaynor, and that topic did come up, and it was very obvious that FDOT's tired of the roadblocks that's being presented to them. And I'm going to say, the minute we open this up, we're just allowing another roadblock to happen for FDOT. In other words, demolishing that building makes sure that this isn't one of the impediments to that project. That's not going to actually happen for about 10 years. Okay, we're a long way away from that actually happening, but obviously people are thinking long term. I would say this. If you say FDOT is frustrated, which is what it sounds like he's saying, about what they perceive as the roadblocks to this widening of Highway 90 project, the opponents of the Highway 90 widening project hear that as emboldening. Oh, 
they're starting to get irritated. Woohoo! It's working. <laughs> you know, like that means that what we're doing is having an effect. Uh, Colton Wright, uh, there's a little bit of drama here between him and James Calkins over the issue of the vote history and the issue of the Whittle Building being voted on to be demolished. Gentlemen, I'm going to remind everyone that that was public forum. Our regular meeting starts at 9:30. I'm not going to belabor the points that you two gentlemen just pointed out. I just mentioned that the board took a, a formal vote, took action on it, and after the action was taken, there was a an effort to to get the board to take another vote to reverse their actions, and I don't think that's an intelligent quick, thing. Quick comment. There was actually a vote. There was two votes taken before the vote to put it out for bid, if you remember, and then we changed our no, mind. That's incorrect, sir. Um, that's much like your your comment that it was going to cost 200000 to demolish it, and it was actually 17000 Ouch. Well, uh, no, no, I'm, there, I'm was, not there, gonna was, allow, there was There was a vote. And anyways, I'm, I'm not going to allow me, things to be said that are me, untrue. Let me finish. Uh, I can go along. I appreciate Commissioner Parker actually coming out and being open-minded. That's a first. Oh. So thank you, Commissioner Parker. <laughs> oh. You know how you feel like you're trying to give somebody a compliment? <laughs> like, man, I'm glad Sam Parker was open-minded. That's a first? Oh, that's yeah, not. Clearly, they don't work in sales. Yeah, no, that's uh, maybe rethink that approach, Commissioner Calkins. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I think Sam is often very open-minded, frankly. But um, Colton Wright then went into a kind of a long history of the vote and how this all came about to let people know that this wasn't some sudden issue that they hadn't considered for a long period of time. On January 9th. Staff provided an update on the Wilder Building. Staff was hoping to have a response letter from Department of Health or DEP at that time with their recommendations, but we had not received anything as of January 9th meeting. Board direction was to evaluate options. Uh, staff indicated that cooperation from the adjoining property owner would be needed to completely remediate that contaminated soil. And at that time, the board moved for demolition to be on the consent agenda unanimously for the January 12th meeting. January 12th, motion to demolish the Whittle Building was approved on the consent agenda. Meaning it was uncontroversial and James Calkins voted for it. But, of course, James says the facts have changed since then. Mr. Mr. Chairman, Calkins. that uh, unanimous vote was based on the information we had at the time. We didn't have a gentleman that, came, that, that said that, hey, we're going to make this great, buy it, and fix it up. I, I, I saw that building. That building is a wreck. I wouldn't buy it. But when you got a citizen that buys kind of properties like that and fixes it up, that's why I changed my mind on it. And I've been asking y'all to change your mind on it, too. So that's why this keeps coming up. And it's not coming from me. It's coming from the citizens. They keep coming up here. They're calling y'all. They're calling me. And remember, the backdrop argument in favor of keeping the Whittle building is that it's going to cost money to demolish, maybe not that much, but then you're not making tax roll off of it for those 10 years it sits vacant waiting for the road widening. Um, so that's kind of the idea is that we could make better money off of all this. It is, it is a waste when you have a better option that costs us nothing. We actually make money because we're selling a property instead of demolishing a property and turning it to nothing and then still having to deal with it. So that's the difference. No problem, sir. I just want to make sure that the, the timeline was out there for the record because I think there's been a lot of misinformation spread about that. <laughs> Colton was a little more oblique about his criticisms. <laughs> some people, you know, might have been saying some stuff that's just plain not true. Four three seven sixteen twenty. By the way, somebody texts me and says, um, are you really saying that F dot 
um, is going to be stopped by the fact that uh, the wrong people own a building that's in the way of their, you know, 20 years project to widen Highway 90. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're, they're, you know, if FDOT wants to destroy it later, they can. I mean, you know, they've I said as much apparently that, you know, they can buy it. They got the budget. Not a problem. Right. So uh, one way or the other, I don't think it really matters all that much, except, you know, it's good fodder for conversation. 622 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. This is Pastor Carl Gallups of the Hickory Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida. Are you and your family looking for a church that when Sunday morning rolls around, you can say, oh good, it's time to go to church? Well, let me invite you to consider worshiping with us at Hickory Hammock Baptist Church, where multiplied hundreds of people say these very words every Sunday. We are doctrinally sound, featuring the exaltation of Jesus Christ and the clear contextual preaching of the Bible. The Bible is made relevant and exciting. You're convicted, challenged, encouraged, and uplifted at the same time. We have premier youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, Bible studies, and missions outreach. We have a team of pastoral counselors offering guidance for your Christian and family life. You can find out everything you'd want to know about us on our huge and highly interactive website at hickoryhammockbaptist.org. Let me give you an open invitation to worship at Hickory Hammock Baptist Church this Sunday morning. And then the next Sunday, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. I kid you not, regular members and even first-time guests say it every single Sunday. Hello, electricians and experienced helpers in the Gulf Coast and Panhandle area. I'm Dale Cope, business manager, IBEW, Local 676. If you're wanting a future with a rewarding career, check out the IBEW electrical industry. With your skills, you can secure your future now. Great pay, health care, and retirement. Attend one of our upcoming career fairs. For more information, check us out on Facebook or call our office in Pensacola, 850-477-8767. Join Bob Burgi, Senior Wealth Advisor of Alpha Star Wealth Management, Monday at 9 on News Radio 923 for Your Money Matters on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Remember, it's not about what you make, it's about what you keep and eventually pass on to the folks you love. Learn how to take financial control, avoid unnecessary taxes, and combat the latest threats to your retirement savings. Bob will be taking your calls and questions Monday at 9 with Alpha Star Wealth Management on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. From county commissioner meetings to the blues, Andrew covers it all on your morning drive on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. You play ball like a girl! Wait, is that a compliment? <laughs> oh, ouch, nice. Candy says for me it is. <laughs> 625 on News Radio 923 informative, local, hilarious. I'm Andrew McKay. Uh, hilarious mostly because of candy. Uh, who has traffic on the fives? I do have traffic on the fives. And the good news is we're not showing much uh, this morning. Certainly use caution wherever you are, but your usual areas of congestion. Uh, w and uh, Fairfield, not not showing a, a slowdown or anything, but just a little congested at these intersections like they usually are. Uh, Davis, Olive, uh, not showing any uh, accidents or anything. Like I said, everything is running smoothly. 437-1620 if you have a, a traffic tip. News Radio 92.3 informative, local, dependable. Thanks, so much candy david wayne now in the newsroom with our headlines david 
A Spirit Airlines flight had to be diverted and landed safely in Jacksonville yesterday. The crew reported a battery in an overhead bin caught on fire. The flight uh, originally took off in Dallas, was on its way to Orlando when the fire started, filling the cabin with smoke. I believe 10 people had to be taken to the hospital after that. TikTok rolling out some new features to help limit the amount of time kids spend using, uh, using the social media app. In the next few weeks, all users under 18 will only be allowed to use TikTok for one hour per day. That's hardly enough time to learn how to do any of those dances. I know. That's oh, barely anything. Sturdy. You know what I thought was fascinating about this? This is the new move because they're terrified that TikTok's going to get banned in the U.S. Clearly, they're trying to offer right. something, right? Uh, you know, the Chinese version of TikTok that people in China use, 40-minute limit on kids' use. Oh, really? Already in place for years. Yeah. <laughs> but you can sit there and do that That's for right. hours and hours. It's pretty great. Sorry, David. You had one more? I did. Elon Musk calling on the government to regulate artificial intelligence. He gave a presentation the other day at his uh, Tesla factory in Texas laying out his master plan for the company. <laughs> his master plan. <laughs> for the company. A great choice of words. Uh, yeah. And the presentation included a video of their new humanoid robot. Uh, he was That got him to talking about AI. He says AI could be a, quote, quite dangerous technology, says regulatory authority might, need, might be needed to make sure it's operating in the best interest of the country. I think we're all well aware that it ever, if it ever comes true, turns out that there is a human that's already a robot with AI. It's going to have been Elon Musk. It's right? going mean, to be Elon Musk. That's what I'm saying. Musk. If yeah. the robot doesn't want us to have robots, that's, right. that's a problem. I mean, you know, listen to the robot. All right, David. Thanks so much for the. <laughs> thanks so much for the. Haven't update. you seen Terminator? That's how oh, we Terminator. That's exactly right. Well, who are you? Pundits like to slice and dice our country into red states and blue states. Red states for Republicans, blue states for Democrats. Nice thing about you, Joe, is that you can sound like a liberal, but it hearts you in America. Who filed it? All right, we got to get caught up before session starts next week. Uh, I say the bill. Candy tells me whether it was a Democrat or a Republican who filed it, and she's really good at this. It's no, kind of I'm annoying. Not. Like I feel I'm this when I get punished. SB 730, pregnant women in custody, requiring that females who are arrested and not released on bond within 72 hours be given a pregnancy test. In order to determine whether they are pregnant, what must be done with them, uh, it does say un- upon their request, like it's not going to be imposed upon them, uh, but it's that they can, uh, you know, and then they can uh, kind of defer incarceration on the basis of their pregnancy, I think is kind of the idea of this bill. Uh, so, uh, Democrat or Republican who files this bill? Democrat. It is. Chev Jones, one of the Democrats of the Democrats. Uh, SB 800, retail sale of domestic dogs and cats. This is something that came up last year. It's here again. Uh, banning the retail sale of domestic dogs and cats in pet stores, only in pet stores. Mm-hmm. Republican or Democrat? I'm going to say Democrat. It is Republican in this case, oh. Tom, right? This is, uh, I, I'm kind of surprised. I, I get this both sides, passed, but yeah. But yeah. Uh, SB 872, fines levied by homeowners association. It reduces from it'd be basically a hundred dollars a day maximum for any individual fine. A thousand dollars total is the current law. This would drop that total aggregate limit for a particular fine, like you know you didn't cut your grass, you you, you left the the trash pail out, whatever, uh, to five hundred dollars. So reducing the total amount of money for any individual fine an HOA can impose. Democrat or Republican? Republican. Democrat. Victor Torres in this case. No. Uh, transportation facility designation. Designations, de- designations 
designating a a, um, a part of Hernando County as Rush Limbaugh Way, SB 892, Republican or Democrat. Republican. Yeah, blazing Golia, right? That name will come back on you in a minute. Um, HB 3, Government and Corporate Activism. This would say that, you know, um, the chief financial officer or any other party uh, to that invests cannot consider the um, – uh, must consider money only and cannot consider the ESG factors, you know, the environmental, social governance factors, has to base it on money, not on ideology or politics, uh, Ooh, Republican or Democrat. That's a Republican. That thing, is right. Yeah. Bob Rommel, Republican, absolutely in that one. And, uh, well, we already did that, you know, that one. Um, video cameras in certain public school classrooms, HB 985, um, particularly classrooms with children who are nonverbal. So oh. putting cameras in the classrooms where the kids, if they wind up being the victims of anything, can't really complain because they're nonverbal. Republicans or Democrats? Democrats. It is Republicans in this case. Oh, Chase okay. Tremont is the one putting that in. We'll do more of these a little bit later because there's some pretty good ones. Oh, that's okay. Lately. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> David, what do you have coming up, sir? Reaction from Superintendent Dr. Tim Smith to Michelle Salzman's calls for a resignation after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Hundreds of people in Chicago show up to salute as an ambulance takes away the body of a police officer shot and killed in the line of duty. He'd exchanged fire with a man reported to have been chasing a woman down the street with a gun. This young officer who had, right at five years on this department, had a bright future ahead of him. And this is something that no family should have to face. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown, the suspect shot by the officer he killed, is in critical condition. President Biden says he's confident his student loan forgiveness program's on the right side of the law, but not that the Supreme Court will agree. Well, I'm not confident about the outcome of the decision yet. The president there with reporters outside the White House. The court heard arguments on Tuesday on challenges to the student loan plan. It would eliminate up to $20,000 in federal student loan debt for millions of American borrowers. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne, 71. It is mostly cloudy right now in Pensacola. Scambia County School Superintendent Dr. Tim Smith reacting yesterday to State Representative Michelle Salzman's call for his resignation. I am not resigning. Smith says the district has a strategic plan in place. And he needs to be there to carry it out. Salzman sent a letter to the school board yesterday asking for Smith's resignation with 90 days notice. She cited issues with Warrington Middle School, general discipline in the district, military students not being able to access magnet schools and district workforce issues, among other problems, as her main reasons. Smith has served as the school superintendent since September of 2020. That was after voters approved moving from an elected superintendent to an appointed superintendent system. Board member Kevin Adams has proposed switching back to that previous elected system, says he plans to bring that up at a future board meeting. A van crashed through the front of a local Waffle House yesterday, hitting a customer as she was paying for her food. This happened at the restaurant over on Brent Lane just before noon on Wednesday. FHP says a 73-year-old driver was trying to park, but something went wrong and the van didn't stop. It ended up halfway inside of that Waffle House building. The woman who was hit by the van was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Uh, the good news, the driver and passenger inside the van were not hurt. FHP is still investigating that crash. 
Well, ferry service on Pensacola Bay is back this month. The Pensacola Bay City Ferry Cruises will be back this coming weekend. They'll have service between downtown Pensacola, Pensacola Beach, and for the first time since Hurricane Sally, they'll have service to Fort Pickens. All-day free parking is available at each of the three cruise departure sites. Tickets are $30 for adults, $24 for seniors, disabled people, and students, and $20 for kids. Kids two and under, though, are free. Scambia County deputies say they're looking for a suspect that robbed a convenience store on Nine Mile Road. This happened just over a week ago. The sheriff's office released surveillance images of the suspect, who they say has been identified but so far has not been arrested. Deputies say the suspect robbed the store, then took off on a red and silver scooter February 20th. They believe she may have also been responsible for other thefts at that store. If you have any information, contact the sheriff's office or call Crime Stoppers. A pathway to recognition in the state. That's what unrecognized Santa Rosa County Indian uh, tribe the Lower Muskogee is looking for. Chief Dan Skyhorse Helms with the uh, Lower Muskogee tribe says a bill filed in Tallahassee would provide a pathway to recognition for his tribe, which would mean access to cultural grant funding and educational data. It does not provide for any sovereign immunity, as we talked about. Uh, it does not provide uh, for any uh, gaming. It does not open the door for expansion of gaming in the state of Florida. It has nothing to do with that, uh, nothing to do with the sale of tobacco, nothing to do with the sale of uh, alcohol, no commerce whatsoever. And Helms says the bill wouldn't require any financial obligation or change any school curriculums in the state of Florida. He says... A uh, news article from about 20 years ago identified several Native American tribes here in northwest Florida. Of the 15 identified at that time, he says only six of them still exist. That bill could be the difference, he says, between smaller tribes going extinct or not. And SpaceX's Crew-6 mission, finally a success overnight. They lifted off from the Kennedy Space Center just after midnight uh, Eastern time. And on board were two NASA astronauts, a Russian cosmonaut, and the first United Arab Emirates astronaut. Uh, the crew is going to spend six months at the International Space Station. 635 at News Radio 923. And Candy has a look at our traffic on the fives. That's right. And this is brought to you by IBEW Local Union 676, who invites you to the career fair. It's at the Comfort Inn on Davis Highway. And that happens March 8th uh, from 3 until 7. Taking a look around, Nine Mile not showing any issues. Mobile Highway clear all the way through Beulah and Pensacola. Longleaf, uh, Pine Forest not showing any accidents either. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 923 Informative, local, dependable. We're going to be seeing a warm and cloudy day today with temperatures warming near 80 degrees, 20% chance of a stray shower. Overnight tonight, showers and thunderstorms will build in. A few storms could be strong. Lows tonight near 72 degrees and storms continue for Friday morning. Rain chance on Friday near 40% with a high near 79. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. 71 right now. It's partly cloudy in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, 72 in Milton. Our next news at 7. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your Money Now. The Senate has voted to overturn a new Biden administration regulation that would allow retirement plan managers to consider climate change and other factors when they make investment decisions, setting up what could be President Biden's first veto. The Senate action, with 50 in favor and 46 against, 
came a day after the House voted to toss the regulation on environmental, social, and corporate governance guidelines, or ESG, by a vote of 216 to 204. The White House says Biden will veto it. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says it will call on companies, scientists, and the public to submit research and possible solutions to potential health hazards associated with gas stoves. The request aims to examine the scope and scale of risks associated with using gas ranges, data that can be analyzed, and possible solutions. No regulatory proceeding is being proposed and no ban is under consideration. On Wall Street, futures pointing to a mixed open this morning. That's your money now. Breaking news. Tax refund shock is everywhere, but what is it? My tax refund shrank. Mine too. The culprit, pandemic-related stimulus payments and tax credits expiring. In this reporter's opinion, you need a tax expert. Hey guys, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund. And tax prep is 50% off? Going there now. 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com 50 for terms. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free. And Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Is your home's title still in your name? What would you do if you discovered you're the victim of a home title theft and that the one document that proves you own your home is no longer in your name? With Home Title Lock's free lookup service, you can verify your home is still safely in your name. Thieves can now discover the title to your home online. They simply forge your signature on a transfer document stating you sold your home to them. Then they take out loans on your home or sell it to some unsuspecting buyer. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you. Home Title Lock does. Home Title Lock puts a virtual shield around your home's title to help keep criminals away. First things first, verify your home's title is still in your name with Home Title Lock's free lookup service. There's no obligation. It's absolutely free. Then register your address for 30 free days of protection. Visit HomeTitleLock.com free. HomeTitleLock.com free. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. It's Sunbelt Basketball Tournament Week. Stop by the Bay Center for FanFest before the men's quarterfinal games for food, music, and games for all ages. The free event is Saturday from 1 till 4. Next Tuesday, the 7th, join the Pensacola Beach Chamber for their March Business After Hours event at the Frisky Dolphin from 5.30 till 7 for food, drinks, and plenty of business networking. PensacolaBeachChamber.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. What is News Radio 923? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR TV and the News Radio News Team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 923 is. Informative, local, dependable.
Good morning, 641 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Wes Moreno is the Escambia County Administrator, and every Thursday we talk to him. And if there's a meeting, good. And if there's not, we still talk to him because the county's always doing a lot of stuff. Wes, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. It's great to be here. Great to have you. Uh, let's talk about some of the, I think, kind of good news notes that are on the agenda for today. One is a memorandum of understanding between the county and United Way of West Florida, because uh, this has to do with the handling of the 988 calls for suicide prevention, right? Because you all handle 911 and they handle 211. What's this MOU about? So this MOU uh, works both ways. If they encounter, if you, they being United Way, running 211 and 988, if they encounter someone that seems to be in an immediate risk uh, uh, of doing harm, or they will not, no, they will notify 911, and we will send response and in, 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 uh, as needed. And then if we encounter someone through 911 that really just wants counseling and needs some counseling. They don't they don't really seem like they're at immediate risk of doing harm to themselves, but they need some, some mental health counseling. We, in turn, will notify uh, 211 and 988 and so they can get some of that counseling. That, that's just smart. <laughs> I mean, that is just smart uh, <laughs> to properly handle and triage, essentially, the needs. If they think it's an emergency, send them to you. If you feel like it's not an emergency, but they do need some help, send them to them so that the people who are in need get the right level of help that they really do need. That, that's fantastic. We've also got a thing on here where um, you're going to be hiring an e, a, a fleet preventative maintainer and a fleet manager, I think largely to handle EMS vehicles, uh, which is, I, I love the idea of hiring people to take care of the maintenance because we know it's an aged fleet. But also you're buying four uh, Ford F-250s to, I think, work on the EMS core project for the opioid uh, treatment. Is that is that, do I have that right? Yeah, that's correct. It, uh, so some months ago, uh, some meetings back, uh, the board authorized us to, to order some vehicles, get in the queue and order some vehicles because Ford and some of these other the big the big uh, motor companies were only going to order the uh, open their portal for like four hours, ah. and you had to work work to to get on to get in the queue. And some of them we, we made it, some of them we didn't. These are some that some one some four that didn't make it. So we began looking and Moria Ford has four of these trucks just like we wanted. And we're able to buy them actually at about a thousand dollars cheaper per truck uh, than the state contract that we were gonna be buying off of. So it's it's working out well for us. Uh, EMS has the funding and uh, so that that'll be good for us. We're, we're, they're on the ground, they already have our name on them. And we'll be able to take ownership of them immediately and not have to wait, you know, a year out for, for delivery. So that's going to help us. And the EVT and, and the lead, uh, lead techs there, or the mechanics, we've already saved about $10,000, no, about $7,000 just by putting this in, in place. Uh, we had a truck that needed some repair. Uh, traditionally, what we would have done is send it to Ford, and we would have had to wait three weeks for them to even look at it, probably. Yeah. And then the estimate they gave us was fourteen thousand dollars. We were able to perform the work in house for about six thousand dollars. So, uh, and we're going to we, we're going to realize this savings uh, being able to do this work in house instead of contracting it out. And I think it's we're going to save quite a bit of money uh, through this endeavor. Is there any chance those same uh, skills might be used on the Escambia County Fire Rescue Fleet? <laughs> uh, we, absolutely we are good. we are we we you know we, we created uh, some ebt positions 
that's how we got started was for the fire fleet. Good. And so we, we are working on fire fleet in-house, and now we, we will be working more uh, on EMS fleet in-house. Outstanding. We're talking to Wes Moreno. He is the Escambia County Administrator. Wes, hang on for a second. Let me get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. All right. This is brought to you by your Staples stores, and we're not showing any slowdowns or delays. Not yet. Looks like I-10, I-110 reporting as clear, 90 clear from Milton into Pea Ridge into Pace. This is brought to you, like I said, by your Staples stores. And uh, at Staples, it's a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store, staplesconnect.com. Traffic tips, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependent. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to West Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator. Uh, another thing that I think is a good news note is, I guess uh, HSA Florida West has got some buildings that they're going to tear down, but they're going to let uh, Fire Rescue train on them first. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. They're going to let us come in, uh, you know, training training a building that you're not familiar with, uh, you know, search and rescue. Uh, you know, they'll be knocking out windows, walls, and doing all the training, the types of things they do to these trainings. But doing it in a building that you're not familiar with is, is a, a benefit for us. And so that's, uh, that's what this MOU will do. And I remember we did that in the uh, the strip mall that came down finally near the jail at Fairfield and Pace. And the same thing, you know, that's just, that's just good training use uh, of something that's going to go away anyway. You know, I, I wandered into um, an unpleasant situation the other day. I was driving past uh, Florida West High School, the old Woodham High School on Burgess Road. And I forgot what time of day it was. And I got there right at let out. I mean, it was like 3.30 or whatever the time is, 3 o'clock. And I, you know, I'm like, why is all this? T- oh, <laughs> you know, I had one of those moments. It was utter chaos. And I don't just mean because it was a lot of cars, which is true of all the schools that drop off and let off. But this was like all the parents are parked on the south side of Burgess waiting for their kids to just cross the street wherever they happen to cross it there's dozens of kids walking through traffic hoping the cars don't hit them same thing over there on Oakfield where we've built the new sidewalks by the way they look great um but the uh, the kids are crossing there cuz they go over to where that church kind of strip mall is and their parents park there is look i know you can't fix everything i know every school is a special catastrophe at drop off and let off but this seems really really unsafe for those students is there anything the county can do so we you know we statutorily we were responsible to do the big the flashing beacons establish the school zones and, and those sorts of things uh, the queuing is that as far as the kids being dropped off it's been a problem, and it gets bigger with the more you know, the, let's say, with the growth that we've experienced. Uh, it has certainly gotten more challenging. So we will work with individual schools. Uh, most recently, uh, Jim Allen Elementary, uh, we put some signage up advising that the, you know, during certain times, maybe you want to take it. There's Neil Road just a little bit north of Jim Allen. Maybe you want to not veer off on 95A, but just continue on 29 and turn on Neil Road. So we, do, we encourage signing. We put some milled asphalt down on the shoulders uh, where they were being beat out to make it a little a little more safe. And then, uh, you know, up, even up in Burnville, in the north end of the county, we put some paved shoulders there in front of that school up there at Burnville. And then uh, we, I know he, even my neighborhood, I, I live close to Beale Elementary, and, you know, the school has recently rerouted their queuing of how they uh, – drop off because the way they were doing it, everybody that was coming out of my neighborhood trying to get to Mobile Highway, it was just chaos in the mornings. Yeah. And it's better, but on Helms Road and such, you know, it backs up significantly. It, it is uh, it is a challenge. Uh, it's just, it's just the school board's facing, and when we try to help where we can, 
Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I guess without the best advice, I would say if you don't have to go through there at those times of the day, you know, find an alternate route uh, because it can be chaotic. And, and you're right, it can be a, a little concerning uh, for the safety of the kids crossing. I mean, even at 20 miles road, an hour when people know. are, yeah, when people are doing the speed, it's it's just, I mean, I was horrified, frankly. I was horrified to see all these kids walking through traffic, basically, because the cars are trying to get to where they're going, and the kids are trying to get to where they're going, and it's uh, it's a mess. I don't know how bad some of the other high schools are, but I know that one is really, really, really bad. Um, I think you had some engineering notes you wanted to share. Is that right? Yeah, uh, some engineering fun facts. These are funding for active projects, different types of projects. This is active projects that are funded. So we have, for drainage, we have about $36.8 million in active projects and dirt road paving. We have about $2.3 million. Resurfacing is a $13.8 million. Bridge projects is about $6.7 million. Transportation projects is about $12.1 million. Uh, our grants that we've brought in is, is about $12 million, and sidewalk projects is uh, about $7.3 million. And the total is $91,046,307 of active projects being managed by engineering at the moment. And that's, that is pretty significant. That is, that is really getting after it, I'll be honest with you. That's setting the bar pretty high. And that's uh, Joy Blackman, the rehire, is uh, still is in charge of all that stuff. Is that right? And, uh, that is that that is George Blackman. I'm extremely proud of those guys over there. You know, it's, it's the kind of work that doesn't get a lot of attention. I mean, the projects do, but the work that it takes to bring a project to fruition with design and permitting, and then signing the funding, and then actually managing the construction, it, it's a it is a job. It is it is it's a full time, uh, high stress at times job and they do a fantastic they're, they're fantastic over there well i love hearing the good news and i love hearing uh, you know the boss give attaboys to the department that's very good stuff Wes moreno uh the meeting today we got the agenda review this morning then we got the uh, meeting this afternoon uh as always Wes, uh escambia county administrator thanks so much for the time thanks for what you do and uh, we'll talk to you again next week all right we'll see you andrew thank you you bet 651 here on news radio 92.3 i'm andrew mckay as a business owner, you have a lot on your plate, from managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS-certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. Ugh. What'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at SWMedSpa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Follow Stillwater's on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit SWMedSpa.com. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me, me. Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at HealthiestWeightFL.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, afternoons at 11. 
Before Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. National average for gallon of gas, 337, 325 in Florida, Texas has 293, and California has 483. If you're in Navarre, 315 east and west of the Walmarts, either direction you go, you're good there. 315 at the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge at the Murphy across the street. 323 at the, um, let's see, that is the Exxon, I think, in Gulf Breeze proper. If you are in Milton this morning, 305 at the Raceway, 305 at the P Ridge Murphy, and 309 in Pace at the Raceway. That's the better price. If you're uh, getting over on a nine-mile in Pensacola, 296 at the Neighborhood Market Walmart, 296 at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29 coming in from the north end. And coming in from the southwest side, you can either go to the Shell on Cervantes or the TNC on Navy for 307 gas. It's always more expensive coming in from the southwest side. Gas prices are brought to you today by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest out-the-door price on your next new Volkswagen, PeteMoreImports.com. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The prosecutor in the Alex Murdoch double murder trial has now finished his closing argument. Yesterday, jurors visited the South Carolina property where Murdoch's wife, Maggie, and son, Paul, were killed in June of 2021. The defense starts their closing arguments when court resumes this morning. SpaceX's Crew-6 mission finally made it off the ground. They lifted off from the Kennedy Space Center overnight. On board were two NASA astronauts, a Russian cosmonaut, and the first long-duration astronaut for the United Arab Emirates. They'll spend six months at the International Space Station. A new report says just 11 minutes of moderate exercise a day could lower a person's risk of premature death. Researchers found that people who were moderately active for 75 minutes a week had lower risks of overall mortality, heart disease, stroke, and Various uh, various cancers compared to people who were not active. I bet they want you to believe that moderate exercise will make you healthy. Gosh, like I'm going to fall for that again. Yeah, pass. <laughs> no way. <laughs> David, thanks for the update. Six, but you know, if 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 you, if you pass away early and you're facing judgment, and you know the old metaphor, Saint Peter, whatever, and Saint Peter's like, man, you know, you should exercise more. There's nobody that's going to be able to say like, what. I never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody ever. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Oh, I sure do. As we take a look around, uh, we're, we're not showing any uh, accidents. Uh, yeah, which is good. 98 not showing any problems. Just a, a great day. We had a little fog this morning. Looks like that's uh, been clearing off. Look for rain tomorrow, but uh, Brooke will cover off in that forecast. I don't be coming up with the news. All exits off I-10. I want 10 reporting as clear. 98 clear from Navarre through the Gulf Breeze. That three-mile bridge. Running smoothly this morning, 437-1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So you've probably never heard of an organization called NewsGuard. I hadn't either. But Jimmy Petronas, the CFO, is basically warning NewsGuard. NewsGuard is an agency and organization that is out there that purports to give sort of evaluative metrics on news sources. And so, for example, they might say, you know, Fox News is good or ABC News is good or CNN is bad, if they were honest. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and they're going to evaluate others as being, you know, fringy or unreliable or whatever. And this is meant to be a, a service that your social media companies would use in order to, you know, give you some filtering on news sources. So you would be able to say, well, you know, I don't know. Twitter doesn't think that's so reliable. OK, here, here's the problem. Uh, one of the guys who's one of the key organizers involved in all of this, his name is Richard Stengel. He's a former Time editor. 
you know, my old job at the State Department was what people used to joke as the chief propagandist job. We haven't talked about propaganda. Propaganda, I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it, and they have to do it to their own population. And I don't necessarily think it's that awful. Uh, so that guy is running the service that's going to purport to tell you which news is reliable or not. <clears throat> no. He said he's in favor of propaganda for yeah, other countries. Yeah, propaganda is normal. It's what countries do. Every country does it. We should do it more. So no big deal. Time magazine. Uh, okay. <laughs> Did he ever take a history class ever? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, come on, y'all. So anyway, uh, Jimmy Petronas is warning us about this, saying that this is another smuggled in ESG thing where they're not going to, you know, just that it is ideologically driven and um, that it's that he says he's going to look into them and expose their organization's full activities. Uh, NewsGuard's a company with close ties to the U.S. National Security Complex. Uh, board of Advisors, several household names like former NSA Director Michael Hayden, General Hayden, former Department of Homeland Security, Tom Ridge, former NATO Secretary General Anders Fogg Rasmussen. So it's not clear to me that these are the people, including, again, um, pro-propaganda advocate Richard Stengel, are the people that ought to be telling us which news sources are the reliable ones. Just a, you know... Hey, a heads up maybe about this issue as it's just kind of now starting to percolate up. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. All right, 658 on News Radio 92.3. Future news. Time for future news, and we tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um, this uh, memorandum of understanding with the 988 211 for the county uh, and Florida, uh, United Way West Florida, basically getting people who might have suicidal thoughts into the right level of service for them at that moment. Is this going to save lives? Absolutely. I love it that is. we're Absolutely doing this. It's, it is, yeah. You know, it, look, how all the effort we put into saving lives, this is going to save lives. 100%. And I love that we are doing this. It's just, it's wonderful. Uh, okay, so um, you have two issues going on with the superintendent's office. Issue number one is whether we're going to go back to take a vote on going back to an elected superintendent. Is that going to happen? No. I don't think so. Is Tim Smith going to last through the end of the school year longer yeah. or shorter? Longer. Uh, I don't think we're going to have the same superintendent next year. I well, think, I I think we'll that's see. where we're headed. <laughs> Maybe. Local talk in the morning, 5 to 9 with Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3.